I have just spent the last few days in Houston, Texas at the Scent Ventures Summit. And the biggest takeaway that I have from that experience is finding your allies. Who are the people who are going to support you in your business? Who are your customers that are going to be your allies? Who are the friends who are going to give you encouragement? Who are the spiritual directors who are going to speak truth into you? Who are the people with more experience than you do that will be your allies? Who are your allies? It was such an interesting thing to ponder, something that I still need to unpack. And so, Instead of a podcast this week, I want to share with you an interview I did with Sense founder John Cannon from my recent Possibility Mom Business Summit. Enjoy. I'm here with John Cannon of Sense. I am so happy to talk to you, John. How are you? Good to be here. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, It's a blessing. So for anyone who might not be familiar with you and your work, could you introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, Yes, I run an organization called Sense. We're a community of Catholic mission leaders and entrepreneurs, and we help each other grow in the business side, but also really try to keep faith and and our our Catholic spirituality is is core to it. just a couple bullets on, on my background, how I got into this. I worked in business, ran a consulting firm and worked in investment banking, had a big conversion, was in religious life with the Carmelites for a while in formation, and which is a great gift and blessing. Did a research project for my theology studies, looking at how the church is renewed throughout history. So I looked at saints and leaders who had founded renewal efforts like Mother Teresa or Ignatius of Loyola, saw that they were holy, they're close to God, which we all kind of know and see. But they're also very entrepreneurial, like they see needs around them where they are and they try to address them. And it just gave me a new way of thinking about renewal in the church, much more from an entrepreneurial lens. And so church has transformed my life. I'd love to see the church, uh, you know, rekindle today. And so uh, we started trying to support Catholic entrepreneurs and mission leaders because we believe that these types of people are going to be the ones who kind of have outsized impact on how the church renews today. I want to talk about competition. Because it's interesting to me that you gather all of these, uh, you know, high level, uh, like you, you, you care about creating community. That's one thing that is very clear about your work to me. But community, let's just be honest, we're all human, even though we are, um, uh, of course, like even as a Catholic human, Mm -hmm. we all have a fallen, you know, part of us, obviously we are human and Competition is an interesting thing in business. I think competition can obviously drive us as entrepreneurs. I have um, in the Strength Finder assessment, competition for me is very high. It's like in my top ten. Um, but where it shows up for me is is very much more in like in competition with myself. I, I I put a lot of competition in my business in the sense of like I run a lot of challenges for my people. I run contests. What have you observed about competition and Catholic entrepreneurship? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, curveball question. Didn't see that one coming. So I'll have to. <laughs> Neither did I. I'm going to be so honest with you. I didn't yeah. know. That you pray for the Holy Spirit to come before. So, you know, that's maybe that's, you know, get some of this stuff out in the open. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think um, in people in different, you've mentioned strength finders, which is an assessment that identifies your strengths or kind of how you're wired and motivated. And I think 
we're all motivated and driven different ways. Some people are hyper competitive. We know them, you know, like, and some people like just, they're not that much. Right. And that, you know, like everything that's, that's a strength, it can be a gift, but it can also have shadow sides to it. And um, I think, you know, I, I don't think having a drive for competition is inherently bad, but I think there are a lot of, um, challenges and risks in that from a like spiritual standpoint or growth standpoint um Teresa Avila the founder of the Discalced Carmelite Nuns even banned playing chess or competitive games because she didn't want her sisters to be competitive with each other in the monastery and she saw it as a huge risk to destabilizing the family and the community you mentioned community so I, I do think it's I mean you know and I think there's precedent in the saints in, in that mindset of not trying to be competitive with each other because it can lead to envy and it can lead to, um, you know, some unhealthy dynamics within humans. But I, I don't think it's intrinsically bad necessarily, but I, I think it has strong risk components from a spiritual standpoint. That said, you know, it's interesting with business because business is competitive. You know, like I went to I have an MBA, I went to business school, like you start, like you want to win and be competitive. And I think a lot of the leadership studies are built disproportionately around successful business leaders, professional sports figures, which are competitive dynamics, right? So when we bring our faith into it, I think there is a tension and a conflict. There conflict. There's a there's a tension in that, right? Like how to be so I think I think the the challenge in the in from like a spiritual standpoint is like how if you do have a competitive drive, like not to just like be a doormat and push that away, but how is that how can that be channeled? in healthy ways, um, you know, for growth of your enterprise, your business, yourself, without, you know, being aware of yourself and being aware of like, you know, is there a tendency to envy or just like winning to beat the other person's, you know, for vainglory or whatever else, like looking at it maybe in terms of the vices, like, is this leading down me down a path of vainglory or uh, envy, you know, or can it be channeled in such a way that, I want to grow something that is good and excellent, which is a virtue. Um, and so I think I, I think there's just a lot of discernment that, that has to go into that. Um, so I, I answer that question much more from like a personal development standpoint than necessarily like dynamics I see in the marketplace. But if we want to go into that, I, I have to do that as well. I think uh, the reason, the heart behind my question is what I observe about Scent and what you've built is is community. So you've got yeah. all these people who are willing to invest in each other. And I know mentorship is a big part of what you do. And I, I, I'm just sort of like very quickly reflecting on my own sort of history with mentorship. It requires humility. Like, right. like to be mentored requires you to be docile and, and admit, admit you need help. And I, and I, I just, for many years of my entrepreneurial journey, I kind of felt like I had to have it figured out. Like, and I would almost apologize when I would go to mentors and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have, I don't know this. And they'd be like, that's why I'm here. So talk to me about why mentorship is so important to what you do at Scent and what have you observed as the result of, of, of encouraging mentorship the way you guys do? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you asking that. Now I'll segue a little bit into that by kind of rounding out the last point. Like, so we really put a lot of emphasis that we worked with hundreds of Catholic founders and mission leaders around the country and put an emphasis in um, allowing, trying to create space for vulnerability and openness so that people can share the challenges that they're facing, be raw and real with them, 
um, business person, business and personal and spiritual, uh, so that we can build each other up. We find that people lean, people generally, when that, when that, that's allowed and accepted, and there's kind of precedent for that, people lean into it. And so we do see a lot of people, you know, asking, you know, I was on a call the other day with one of, uh, kind of a group that we work with, a peer group, and someone was just going through like some of the intense challenges happening in his family life you know, and, and, and personal situations affecting his business. And he just opened up about it and he asked for help <laughs> and other people that were in kind of similar vocations and life stages were like, you know, I, I feel you <laughs> and here's some of the things I'm going through and, and here's some suggestions I have taken. So, you know, it, it's, it's very powerful when, um, you know, I think from building a community and, 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 and eroding some of the competition by leaning into that vulnerability, openness and trust. Um, and we can grow more, fully because of that. Um, and we really try to emphasize that in our culture and our values. Um, that transitions to mentorship because you're exactly right. Like, and it's not just like, oh, a Catholic thing. I mean, you look at startup business leaders or you read any like leadership book and they're like, you know, you know, step one, like be humble and recognize what you don't know and ask for help so that you can invite others to guide you, support you, et cetera. And more senior people, like the mentor figure, they, they're doing that because they want to help. They want to build you up. And when they recognize that you're humble and docile, they're, um, you know, it, it gives them the space to really kind of do what they, what they do best. And they're able to more pinpoint how they can help you. Um, and so I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a key thing for growing in business. And then also like spiritually, it's a key thing. You know, you look at some of the great, great saints and they're like, you know, the, the virtue they emphasize most is humility. You know, look at St. Augustine or St. Teresa of Avila again. They're like, Step one, be humble, you know, and like, uh, you know, and so um, I think it's all around just something that that is that is key for holistic, holistic growth. Easier said than done, especially for someone who's like a you know driven business person or competitive has a competitive streak. Because um, you know, but I and that goes back to prayer and praying for the grace to allow God to open up that within us. Also, I think uh, so good. So when do you think someone is ready for a mentor? Mm, yeah, good, good question. I think you could probably answer this as well, if not better than I could. Uh, but I think we're always ready for men. I mean, I think at any stage of your journey, you need, a, you need mentors. I mean, you, whether it's a, someone spirit, as a spiritual director or, you know, you think of, you know, in school growing up, you have teacher mentors, parent, parental figures who are mentors. Um, all the way up to being a top, you know, if you're a Fortune 100 CEO, you still need mentors to help you grow and recognize your your weak spots and 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 um, et cetera. So I think all, all along the journey, we need mentors. We may need different types of mentors and mentors who help us in different ways at different stages. Um, and but the humility to ask to seek a mentor, um, uh, you know, spiritually, personally, in in a, in a business or kind of professional context. Um, I think it's something that is becoming increasingly recognized. There's a stat from the Small Business Association. They say that 92% of small business owners that have, um, you know, small business owners have, that have been successful, attribute, uh, say mentorship has been a key part of that success and 92%. So, I mean, it's, you know, the, the data is clear. You look at all the, like the startup incubators, et cetera, from Y Combinator to 500 startups, et cetera, like they lean a lot into mentorship as a core part of their uh, program because they know the outsized impact that it can have. 
Absolutely. So let's talk more specifically about what you have created with Scent. So I, I, I don't know if you recall, we, you and I met way back when Scent was just like, in, like in its infancy. And what I have observed is that it has grown exponentially and you've been able to create this beautiful community of Catholic entrepreneurs, many of whom um, I have coached as well. And, and we've got lots of mutual, mutual friends. So um, when is somebody ready for what you have inside of Scent? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And um, yeah, it's our, it's our goal to really, uh, you know, I think, you know, we're still building, we started about two years ago. So it's still, you know, it's still coming to its own of how we're trying to serve people well. I mean, that's our mission is to serve and build up Catholic entrepreneurs for renewal of the church. And so, um, but we like to see it, like, we want to be able to serve people across their life cycle and journey as, as founders and, and entrepreneurs. Um, where I think we were particularly affected is after people, once people have kind of, they, they've got something going, you know, they've got a product or service, they're earning revenue, it's, it's going, you know, and they're trying to go to the to the next stage. Um, so we work with, you know, uh, most of the people we work with, I would say, you know, have they have they have revenue. They're they're doing it full time or close to full time, um, you know, all the way up to having teams of hundreds of employees. Um, so that's kind of where we've been, you know, most most effective. And I, I'd say we, um, yeah, we're, we're most of our the entrepreneurs and founders we work with. Are. I love it. And you have an event coming up in Houston that I think is just going to be so much fun. Um, and, I, I, you know, with, with the experience that you have, and we'll put the links to everything right below this interview, with the experience that you have seeing, you know, both in your secular, you know, secular work and what you've observed now um, with the entrepreneurs that you guys coach, if you could go back in time or perhaps just speak to the beginning entrepreneur. So many people watching this just have this very infant dream in their heart and they're fighting all the things like, how on earth am I going to do this? Do I have the energy? Do I have the talent? I'm an imposter. They're fighting all those things. Seeing what you have seen now in the you know entirety of your career, what advice would you give that beginner entrepreneur that they can get started? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you asking that. It's, you know, and, and, someone who I, I, I just love starting things and building things from, from nothing. And it's just deeply attractive to me. And I'm always having new ideas and <laughs> do new stuff. And I think the key, I think the key with all of it is, and I, especially people that are attending this, you know, moms and, you know, you're busy, your life is full. And just thinking of like, what's the, <laughs> you know, what's the, you want to say the least, I mean, there's a minimum viable product concept, which is like, what's the minimum viable thing I can do to test. But like, what, what, you know, what's something little I can do? You know, think of St. Therese. Those are familiar with St. Therese in a little way. It's like doing small things with great love. It's like, what's something just small I can do to kind of get this out the door or test it? You know, and maybe that's like, you just build a landing page and you invite 10 of your friends to look at it and review it and give you feedback. Maybe you sell, you know, you have this product you want to do. You just build it by yourself, you know, build it with your family or something one afternoon and you go and see people buy it for $5, you know, just super simple, get it out the door, get some momentum and some traction. Just, um, you know, that's, you know, I think that's the best way. And you just, you'll get more feedback and fruit and learn more from that. And you'll kind of get that, that initial momentum, the initial inertia beyond like, oh, I'm not ready or I can't do it. It's, you know, you get over that by just, just doing something and, and 
have the accountability of bringing it to other people to to get feedback or guidance or, or a sale. Um, I think that's that's a really powerful mind shift to have for um, kind of getting a, a, a startup off the ground. I think, you know, I can hear I can hear the objections. I can hear them. I can hear them. They're like yelling. But what if it doesn't work? Well, what if I fail? Well, what if like nobody buys it? I, I, so what, again, with your very like sort of, you have such an interesting uh, experience to me. Like you've seen the secular yeah. world and you've seen Catholics who have thriving businesses. You've seen them. Like how can a Catholic entrepreneur just make friends with failure? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, well, I think, I think you know, there's a saying in the kind of startup world of, fail early, fail, fail fast. You know, it's like, you're supposed to fail in the beginning, like good, you know, 90% of uh, products and services don't work in the beginning. So the sooner you can learn that and fail, the better, because you're, that's, you're probably, it's probably not going to be quite right the first, first few times. And so you want to kind of think of it as a testing round, not so much a failure. Like these are tests to get where I need to go. And so you see it as, um, you know, anyone who's done the, the scientific method and you research, like, so the research doesn't work. I, I um, you know, but those are tests. You're, those are iterations to get where it needs to go. So maybe less of like a mindset of failure, more of like, I'm going to try this and test it and then, and then evolve it from there. Uh, one, two, from a spiritual standpoint, we talked about humility earlier and like, great you know it 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 wasn't it wasn't 100% you didn't get an a good <laughs> you know like more opportunity for humility and growth in it and um and praying for god's grace maybe for inviting god in his, in, the, in his grace holy spirit to be more imbued in what you're doing and creating um so it can also help us to lean and trust more in more in god which i think would be good for for spiritual for spiritual growth as well um all these things are easier said than done um but, you know, it's sometimes it's just like, you just got to try it. You know, I, sometimes I go home and like things are a mess or I need to wash it. And I, I put it off and I'll do it. And I, and I notice like if I just take if I take that energy right away to do it, it's probably fast. It's quick. It's like pulling off a Band-Aid five minutes. And I think some of that for like building stuff, too, it's like, OK, I'm just going to do it, you know, and make that decision. And um, and uh, I think that could be a powerful way of thinking about it, too. I love it. Where can people go to learn more about you and the work of Scent? Yeah. Um, so we have, check out our website, sentventures.com. Uh, a lot of resources there and information about who we are. We have a, um, also a uh, um, kind of a white paper I developed on seven leadership habits for uh, founders and entrepreneurs. So these are based on my study of dozens of saints and some of the characteristics they have. So you can check that out. Also, it's available. Our summit is coming up May 18th through 20th, 2022. Um, so if, uh, if you, you see this in time, check out the, we'd love to see you at the summit too. It's going to be in Houston, a lot of, uh, Catholic founders and, and mission leaders and investors will, will be there. And, uh, um, hopefully Lisa be in attendance too. So you can check around in person too there if you, you make it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John. So grateful for the work you're doing. Likewise. Thank you. Likewise. And for all the work you're doing and, uh, blessing to be here. So thanks for having me. Are you a dream-chasing mom who wants to keep God at the center of her personal and business development? If that is you, I want to invite you to join me inside of my brand new group coaching experience, Wealth Without Guilt. This group coaching experience is for the emerging or experienced business owner 
who wants to clear up her mindset, clear up her thoughts around money, around her mission, needs the reminder and the clarity that there is something that she uniquely has been called to do and that unique mission has been placed there by God. Wealth Without Guilt is an experience where you will get live coaching from me on your mindset, on the thoughts that are holding you back, as well as practical training, practical skills on how to build a personal brand online via my over 10 years experience building a business and a brand both online and off. Wealth Without Guilt is for the entrepreneur who wants to ensure she is not going to sacrifice her faith, her family, or what matters most. She wants to build a business and build impact and build wealth all while being the best mom, wife, and homemaker she can be. And you can join me inside Wealth Without Guilt today. Doors are open today by visiting bit.ly slash wealthwithoutguilt. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash wealthwithoutguilt. I'd love to see you inside our community.